0: Do, do 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 What's up, everybody? I don't, I don't know why I sing like that. We have a brand new episode of o Jeremiah Talks for you today. We're so excited. Aaron and I sit down this week to discuss the wonder and the rise of Dermot Kennedy. If you're not familiar with him, he is an Irish singer-songwriter. That is uh, on his way up, to say the least. We also talk about this movie we watched on Hulu called Palm Springs. It's an Andy Samberg flick that is so wonderful Aaron and I argue how wonderful but it is wonderful and we also talk about the thing that you're probably talking about which is Hamilton we watch that on Friday and holy cow this is a really fun one this is um this is kind of how we intended the show just sharing some of the stuff that we really like and we just talk about it with you so hope that you're into those three things and if you're not we hope that it make you want to be into them a little bit more so this week O.G.R. My Talks about Dermot Kennedy, Palm Springs, and Hamilton. Let's go! You look a little sun-kissed to me in this light. You look very... We just got back from the beach. You're wel- You're welcome. Yeah, do you want to update the people on your adventures my, at the beach? I don't go to the beach is, often. I this trip made me realize I'm not a beach person.
1: My back is starting to peel. Yeah, and your Does shoulder. Does anyone need to know that?
0: It's the peeling process is a very humbling one, and it's I feel not. like I think it is.
1: It makes me feel like a sun snake, <laughs> and I don't hate it. You don't hate it. Cuz I don't like snakes, so it makes me relate to them and maybe I can empathize a little. That's the weirdest
0: argument for <laughs> being okay with a sunburn that I've ever heard.
1: Really quick note. Uh, this is my first time wearing my new glasses in this room. And I'm seeing a lot of dust.
0: You're seeing a lot of and dust. that's and difficult and for me. And also, you're the only person I've ever known that went to get their eyes checked and your eyesight got better.
1: You guys, my eyes got better.
0: When was the last time you went to the eye doctor? Four years ago. And, y- like, you're... I I know enough about the numbers... by noodles. I know enough about the numbers to know mm-hmm. that it was shockingly better.
1: Mm, not not shockingly. Oh, she had to get her ball. She's it didn't back. change like a whole point, but it definitely changed. It changed a lot. Yeah, which I'm kind of excited about. Yeah. I mean, maybe. And I don't know. You got know. these new
0: specs. You got some new sunglasses. You got some new Warby's. I guess, a, I guess a shout out to Warby Parker. They deserve it.
1: Yeah, for sure. You picked out... So Warby Parker does this thing where you get to... It's an online website where you can buy your glasses, and
0: I'm pretty sure everyone is familiar with Warby now. Well, but just I do, I, just I really, in case. I really like the sales Okay, pitch.
1: and sponsor us, and uh, you can do like a try five at home situation, like a box of five. You like, oh, I like these, but I don't know what they'd look like on me. So let me order the five, and I ordered a box of five of sunglasses and regular glasses, and I couldn't really, like, I was like, oh man, I don't really know if like. I don't know if I, if I did this right. And so I was like, Jeremiah, can you pick these out for me? Because I knew. No, no, no. What's crazy? Because I thought I only knew what glasses I wanted. I didn't know what sunglasses I wanted. But then I got this box of like three sunglasses and two regular glasses. Didn't like really anything. And so you picked out a box of Try Five for me. And then I ordered these sunglasses that like weren't even in any of my try on. I just went for it, and I love both of them. So you picked these out for me, and I really appreciate it.
0: I feel like there are two different types of Warby Parker ordering people. It's the ones that like know what they want, but just want them on their face, like me. I know the pair I want, but yeah. I you got to pick five. I don't, five. Pa- I don't pay attention to new like releases like you that and needs stuff. like three boxes before you sell. Because settle.
1: I don't pay attention to like new releases and stuff, and I also. Another thing is because getting glasses for you is like a haircut. So you try on glasses all the time. Like Wait, you're getting... can we explain that sentence? No, okay. hold on a second. Everyone knows it's because you're bald. But also, you try on glasses and you get new Warby Parker lenses like every year. I haven't gotten new glasses in four years.
0: Yes. I, I feel like you're just trying to discount all of the reasons. I'm not,
1: that... babe, I'm not discounting you at all. I'm just telling you, like, that's why I need more time to try on.
0: Well,. It is when you are bald. I have looked the same in every picture since I was uh, like 17. I know. So I put a lot of thought into getting glasses. It is like picking the perfect haircut.
1: I know. And I think what's tough for me is that like tough for me in podcasting world is that a lot of times I don't like repeating myself, but I know it's necessary. And so I appreciate that you take the time to repeat yourself, but I don't.
0: (laughs) What are you bringing up?
1: Your baldness.
0: You think that once I mention one time <laughs> in a podcast that I'm bald, I can't bring it back up.
1: No, I'm just like, we all know. It's yeah. Okay. I love you. I'm just so anyways, if you want some new glasses, get some more Parker's. Yeah. They're pretty sweet. Do you They're know the name of these?
0: No, and I usually know the names. You usually
1: can guess. Is the it name. Felix? Yeah. Is it really? Whoa, it's Felix.
0: Yeah. I you I have can a, see someone. I have a really bad habit of now. If we're at a coffee shop and the barista has on a pair of Warby Parkers and I'll be like, are those the Chamberlain?
1: It's always a barista.
0: And they're always like weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not charming when I do it. I just really like Warby Parkers. You just like
1: testing your Warby knowledge.
0: Yeah. And you actually
1: tried to be a customer service person for them. I tried
0: to be a customer service person because not because like we were super hurting financially. I just really love that company. And also, I think we were super hurting financially. We were probably, yeah. <laughs> in my in my brain, we were rich, and I was just like, "I'm going to do one for the community." But uh, yeah. you're you're probably right. We were probably super broke, and that was the first place I wanted to to work because I really like them, and there. That's also the highest level of fashion I can go because in my Warby Parker, you know how like when you're on the internet. Or when you're talking to a friend and you mention Warby Parker and the next thing you know, you get ads for all these other glasses companies because Big Brother is listening to everything that you do. Right. Well, I type in Warby Parker or I say Warby Parker or prescription glasses and then the next thing I know, I get all these ads all the time for for prescription glasses. For everything else. For everything. And I did not know you could pay $500 for a pair of glasses. I didn't know that type of money existed in, in the world of eyewear. Hmm. So yep. Warby Parker, to me, is, like, the top, and anything above that is, like...
1: Yeah, everyone's like, oh, those are cheap, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's, like, that. 90s I, rapper
0: I'd... money, whenever you're, like, hunted, hunted to get the...
1: I don't even... How do you even know how to reference that?
0: Because I'm from the 90s.
1: Sure. And you were a rapper in the 90s? I
0: was a big fan of rapists.
1: Don't. Okay, let's move on from that. <laughs> okay, so our first order of business, da na na na
0: is first order of business. Oh, you want to talk about the music thing? <laughs> so we went to we went to Alabama and your mother said, "Hey, can you stop at this grocery store for me?" For one, Alabamians are not <laughs> taking COVID very seriously as we learned. We uh yeah. we learned that uh I it it was shocking to me when I saw someone wearing a mask in Alabama, which is right.
1: I know not many people. It it was also the the day we got to alabama was like the day before or something that they made it mandatory to wear a mask in athens so that felt kind of weird
0: yeah so we go from everyone's wearing one in athens to we get to alabama and no one's wearing one right but so anyway your mom is like hey can you go to the grocery store
1: i don't even know where this is going
0: i'll get you there don't worry i'll lead you there go ahead so hey can you go to the grocery store for me want to uh need a couple things apricot juice is what she needed so I go yeah, to get this apricot. apricot c- nectar cake, duh. Yeah, apricot ne- nectar cake. Oh, I'll start the, the music theme song here because here it comes. As I'm shopping for apricot music, Power Over Me <laughs> by <laughs> Dermot Kennedy came did on. Did you hear
1: what you just said? What did I say? After I was shop- at some shopping. Dang, I forgot what you said. You said apricot music.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair.
1: She said some shopping for apricot music. Instead of juice. Okay, so just apricot fun. juice. And then the Dermot Kennedy juice comes on.
0: And then Dermot Kennedy song Power Over Me comes on.
1: Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: I can tell you're in a mood where no, nothing I want to say is going to get said. Out. And I'm just going to surrender to you're in one of these yeah, moods. Yeah, 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 Good luck. Sometimes, sometimes you're very pro me. And then sometimes you couldn't care less, and this is. I one think of those right times now I just don't really care. That's remember what I just said. But that? it also,
1: <laughs> but it also comes from love. You know. Can I'm you not describe
0: ma- to me how it's coming from love right you now? You know
1: I'm not mad at you, right?
0: Yeah, that's not a concern. Are you line. mad at me? It's uh, I'm at like a three, on the marriage scale. That's very low. Because I think we can operate pretty high on the scale. Like, we're pretty compatible. We can tolerate I think even even when we're both at a seven, we're pretty functional as a couple. (laughs)
1: That's really funny.
0: I would say. Um, But right now I'm at a three. You're just like a little bit getting on my nerves. You're like, like, you know, whenever you realize you forgot to wear deodorant. (laughs) And your whole day is ruined. (laughs) And my whole day, it's not ruined, (laughs) but my whole day is like, man, I really wish I would have worn deodorant. That's how I feel right now. Like you're like, oh wow, I like wish that she would stop interrupting. Can I tell you
1: how much an eight that is for me? I carry deodorant in my purse with me for days that that happens, and it never happens to me.
0: Isn't that weird? It's weird. I just I miss smelling good because I switched to organic deodorant, and I just feel like I smell bad all the time. Yeah, no, you don't. I really thought I would get used to it, but it's just everything smells bad all the time.
1: That's well.
0: Are you I about say, to admit to everyone that I smell bad?
1: You were walking around the apartment earlier with your shirt off, and then you hugged me, and your arm lifted in a way <sighs> that I got a waft, and it wasn't a good one.
0: It wasn't a good waft? Can I be honest? No, no, that's fair. Okay. And the thing is, is I put It was on...
1: a very specific chip
0: smell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, it was like...
0: So, I, I've noticed... Okay, let's go back No, no, to... no. I've got to finish this thought sure, now. Sure. I've noticed in me... <laughs> That the older I get, the more the smellier you are. No, the more I smell like marijuana.
1: Jeremiah, like, it's true. I've never in my life thought that you smelled like marijuana. I have,
0: I have, because the only time I've never smoked marijuana neither, before. So but, we would know. But it smells <laughs> the way marijuana smells when you pass it at a show, the same way coffee does not smell the way Jeremiah, it tastes. You don't smell like marijuana. I smell the way marijuana smells.
1: Do you not think I would be on
0: top of that if you did? Would you want to be on top of me if I smelled like marijuana? Babe. <laughs> <what I> did. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Okay, so you're We're in the aisles
1: looking for apricot juice.
0: So apricot music. And, and I Dermot see juice Dermot Juice Kennedy on. comes on.
1: Babe. Uh, go ahead. You just like make fun of me for jokes and then you use them. And
0: then I use them. OK, go ahead. You know, you're in a grocery store. You hear a song, you hear a band and you're just like, oh, this is playing at a grocery store. But we've been following Dermot Kennedy for so long now. Have we? I th- Yeah. Yeah. It's I been guess. at least three years. OK. Yeah, And I've, I've the, ri- the rise of Dermot Kennedy in those three years was extraordinary. Just, it felt
1: it felt quick to us, but I've, I'm sure it felt slow to him.
0: Well, because he's been, I mean, he's like us. He's been he doing start, it forever.
1: He started out like busking, right? He
0: started out busking in Ireland. and
1: Which is something its very difficult to do.
0: It's very difficult. But he, so he starts out busking in Ireland. And I don't know what happened in his life to make his career jump so much. To go from, I'm playing the streets of Ireland to, I am in Alabama grocery stores. But I was, like, overwhelmed with, like, appreciation at the hustle for him. Okay. Because it's not like his music has gotten any better. Like, his music was always awesome to me.
1: Okay. It's not like it hasn't changed a ton. Yeah. To fit a certain mold, it's always been him.
0: Right. And I've listened to... Yeah. When you listen to The National, The National is one of my favorite bands, and their earlier stuff is clearly on its way to become who they were. I feel like Dermot, and I'm sure he has early recordings that he doesn't have posted or whatever, but I feel like since we've been listening to him-
1: It's always been the same?
0: It's always been good. Interesting. Yeah. And if you don't know Dermot, he is a, he's a, I think he's from Dublin. He's an Irish singer songwriter.
1: I think maybe we're going to feel that way about Maggie Rogers.
0: Well, Maggie Rogers went viral. I feel like that's a little bit different.
1: My bad. Okay.
0: Do you see? Do you see the video with her and Pharrell? I guess that makes
1: sense. Yeah, but her music has always been.
0: Yeah, because she got like skyrocketed really tongue, to fame. Has yeah,
2: well, she has. I mean, one yeah, album. it was
1: like really. The second one hasn't come out yet. Mm-mm. No, it hasn't. You're right. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm. Let's retract that. Okay, we can
0: retract it. That's okay. So, the first song I ever heard from Dermot Kennedy was a song called Boston and you love that song i love that song he so what what makes dermot special besides the fact that he has this insane voice is that he is a like traditional sad boy irish singer songwriter but his instrumentation is hip hop so or it's hip hop inspired mm,
1: inspired yeah so cuz sometimes he'll use like a string quartet
0: yeah. So he'll have like these hip hop inspired um arrangements and then he'll release the acoustic version which is just with an orchestra or whatever. Yeah. So
1: translates very well.
0: It translates very well and you you have this theory that he's got perfect pitch because in live recordings he is just on he's just bulletproof.
1: Oh, yeah, I have kind of wondered that. Yeah. Cuz he maybe no, no, no. I don't think I said he has perfect pitch. I just think that he has he's really good in that area. Because anytime he sings live, I'm like, wow, he's nailing it every time. Mm-hmm. It might be super growly, and I think his throat's going to explode. But well, that's interesting think,
0: because this year, yeah, he had to cancel a bunch of shows. No, last year, because this year has been no shows. He had to cancel a bunch of shows because he had to start seeing a vocal coach because he's blowing his throat out. I'm
1: not surprised at all, but yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm not surprised at all, but yeah, I here's the thing. I can't. I can't know. <laughs> My niece says that, which is cute. That's why I we left. Um, I can't know if someone has perfect pitch, but I just know that he, his pitch is really well executed whenever he, whenever I've seen v- videos of him live, it, it like blows me away how accurate his pitch is. Right.
0: And that's hard to do. It's really hard to do. And he reminds me the first time I heard Brandy Carlisle mm-hmm. sing the story. Yeah. I remember thinking. That's the first song I
1: ever heard from her.
0: I remember thinking she is blowing something out in her body. Like, you were not built to sing that way. Like, every time she performs, it's a life or death situation.
1: Oh, I didn't think. I've never thought that about her.
0: There's a live in Seattle recording where she's playing with an orchestra. And every song, it sounds like she is shouting beautifully. Yes. But. She, I was listening to this interview with her and she talked about this famous singer, I can't remember who the singer was, pulled her after one of the shows and was like, you have to quit singing like this. You're killing yourself. And she's like, it's never hurt me and I've been doing this forever. And even now, after all these years of her doing it, it just doesn't hurt her. Some people, it's like runners that run every day on concrete. I'm like, how do you do that? How
1: do your knees handle that? How do your
0: knees handle that? And And some singers can just do it. And I think Hmm. Dermot... Is one of the, he's a great runner. No,
1: because he had to stop last year, so right. he's not one of those. What I'm also, say- no, no,
0: wait, I'm get that's where I'm he- that's where I'm headed. Okay, he's a great runner, but he's not one of those runners that can run on concrete every day.
1: No, he's not. Like his throat, I wear I don't worry about Brandy Carlile whenever she sings, but whenever he sings, sometimes it's uncomfortable whenever I see a live performance because I'm like, dude, this isn't gonna work out, and you need to stop. It's like, man, it's like the guy. Um, Who's the lead singer of The Lone Bellow?
0: Oh, Zach Williams. He
1: makes me nervous, too, with his voice.
0: Well, he also had a, he had a very Did similar... Did he have a thing? He had a thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm not a growly singer, but I have had times on stage where it has physically hurt me. You know what hurts me every single time, and I don't understand why? What? If I read a book to a kid, my voice gets tired, and it hurts. Oh, weird. What am I doing in reading a children's book that's, like, not good for my throat?
0: You're probably you're probably acting a little bit. Yeah. And you're probably putting a lot of, like, because you don't do a lot of that. Yeah. So you're probably using your voice in a way you're not used to, and it's getting, like, really tired. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, I notice whenever I talk on the phone in the car... I get so throat blown out because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking over the engine, and I'm like yelling yeah. to my friend on the phone.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, I think anytime I read a children's story, I'm like, "Dang, what is happening right now?" My throat, like, what voice am I using? Anyway, so protect your throat. Sing correctly.
0: Just do it. Come on, guys, take care of yourself.
1: But his music is is incredibly powerful. Yeah,
0: if you, it it really is, and he's one of those songwriters. The first, I feel like there, he, because he is on such a major record label now, it's going in a direction that I feel like it's going to be like Mumford & Sons where it just gets so commercial because yeah. I do think he's going to be one of the... I don't,
1: I don't, you know, I actually was going to say the opposite. Like, I feel like I always believe him.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think you can be both. Like, and I, think, I think
1: that's why I've always liked him is because like you take one of his live sold out arena shows right now. And take his same body, demeanor, image, um, characteristics, whatever, and you plot pin on, on the middle of the streets in Dublin, and he... It's si- the, same. Is the same. It's the same. And I don't think he... I think he stayed true to himself, and I think that I believe everything he sings. Like, I, it doesn't feel... I think the reason I like him so much is because it doesn't feel like he's ever acting and you know how much I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. I think Dermot Kennedy will always be him for sure. Just Mm. like, but the same way I still believe Mumford and Sons is Mumford and Sons. Like I think Marcus Mumford is that writer, but I think that it's positioned in a way to, to sell the most amount of records. Right. And I think because, like, when I listen, he just released a song called Giants, which I just love so much. It has been, like, I don't like songs that would be good workout songs, but that song gets me so pumped to do some push-ups. It's ridiculous. Sure. But have I ever been less relatable than to you than just then? You just seem like you just rolled big fat eye roll.
1: I don't like whenever people reference anything to that really gets me pumped for push-ups. <laughs> That's
0: a fair criticism, I think. I
1: just don't really want to ever humor that. Okay. And you specifically. I'm not a super big fan of that. No, no. I mean, I, I don't care. No, that's noted. You can do push-ups. It's just like, stop talking about it. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Do your push-ups and just get on with your life.
0: That's great. That's great advice. Also, if
1: you have to do girl push-ups, you have to do girl push-ups.
0: <laughs> this became a totally different conversation. Also, why do we call them girl? That's a great question. I, mean, I love a good girl push-up.
1: Let's get rid of that.
0: The what would you like to change the name of a girl push up? Knee push up. No, something cooler. Nope. Nope. A wonder push up. Nope. A knee push-up. A yep. knee up. Knee push. Nope. Yeah, I love a good knee push-up because you sometimes you have better form. You go you can go further down. Sure. You can be more careful. I sure. love that.
1: I feel like we should move on. Thank you for that.
0: Whenever Dermot Kennedy is playing, I love a good knee push up. But his songs are starting, like, giants and outnumbered feel like the same song sped up to me. To a point where I feel like maybe the label is like, hey, this really worked. Let's do something like this again.
1: I have nothing to add to that. I don't necessarily know that that would be true.
0: And he's one of the only artists I love so much that I listen to him so much where I notice, like, fine details like that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I could ever make that ring true for me. Mm. but that's okay
0: he's also one of the al- only artists on instagram i respond to their stories hoping he'll say something back to me
1: has he ever seen it
0: no of course not
1: no i said scene
0: oh i mean i don't know like yeah, I, don't, I don't get the scene receipt i just like that's what i'm saying i that's what i'm saying is that i don't know because,
1: I, hope that, I hope that happens for you one day
0: i hope that happens for me too and I hope that... Dermot, if you're listening to wait, this... Wait,
1: wait, wait, here we go. I hope that in your panic of his response, of like your panic of excitement, you respond a voice memo of one of his songs. And you send it to him.
0: I If... He's one of the artists that I would never cover.
1: I hope that you get so caught up in emotion and excitement that he responded that you decide to cover one of his songs and send it to him.
0: Yeah, he just he just double taps one of my messages. Yes, and yes. And I say, and hey, like, Dermot, thank you so much, We used man. to be
1: dying. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> we well, used to be dying. And you're just like really going for it. Yeah,
0: I couldn't. I, I couldn't. hope that
1: happens to you really quick. I've probably explained this before, but I'd love to say it again. One of my favorite games that it's ever been created just – I don't even know. Did it come come out of nowhere? No. Oh. But, But that's another episode. Is, I don't even know that it's a game. But on tour, we used to do this thing where we would, we would just be so bored. All five of us in the heat of the van. And it would just be like, it would be who can come up with like the best, like, I hope scenario. And it has to be really terrible. And you have to like really know the person. So that's, you guys just heard me say. Jeremiah professed his love for Dermot Kennedy so strongly over these last few minutes. And then he talked about DMs. And so I was like, this is a perfect opportunity to insert a quick little I hope. And so that's what I call the game. I don't know that there's actually a name for this game. I don't even know if this is an actual game. What if we call it the I hope game? The I hope game. Knee push up game. No, I hope game. Okay. And so you presented this beautiful scene for me to where I could just jump in and be like, I hope, and then it's a personal attack, but it's also funny. So I hope that if Dermot Kennedy double taps one of your Instagram DMs, you muster up the courage to send him a cover of one of his songs, but not like a professional video. I just want you to send him a quick little audio clip of you singing the chorus of one of your favorite songs. And my
0: hands are shaking cuz I'm so nervous and yeah. I uncontrollably weep throughout it's a- the whole thing.
1: But no, no no no, your hands shaking doesn't matter because you're going to do this a cappella. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In our shower, yes, just like where the acoustics are great. Yes. And I say, Dermot, this one goes out to you, man. This is for you. And then you just, yeah,
2: yeah, you really (laughs) go for it.
1: So the game is just so fun. If you ever just like want to say something really hurtful to your friend in a clever way, just say you want to play the I hope game. Yeah. What what's an I hope that you would give me in this moment, in this episode?
0: In this episode, I hope that every time you go to do a push up, (laughs) your knees give out. Oh, and I don't even know if that would and look And I'm fine. forced to do a knee-up. No, no. I hope that every time you go to do a push-up... Joke's on you. I only do knee-ups. <laughs> no, no. I hope that every time you go to do a push-up, sure. you can't remember if it's a knee-up or an <laughs> elbow-up. So what? you try to do a push-up from your elbows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty good one.
1: I just pictured... I, I took it even further, and I pictured myself doing it from the armpits.
0: Yeah, that's an armpit-up. That's what we call that.
1: <laughs> then it's just a seal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. So if, you, if you're if you interested in Dermot Kennedy, the songs that I love obviously are Boston. Yeah. The song Glory. Holy I think, cow. I
1: think Glory's my favorite. Isn't isn't that the one with the string quartet and the live video of them with them boxer boxing
0: ring? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, mm, no, he does Power Over Me in that one.
1: Oh, no, that's Power Over Me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: But he, he has these four videos in a boxing ring with a string quartet and it's beautiful. Yeah. But I love Glory... And I think the most Dermot Kennedy song is "Moments Past." I think that is the song. If you want to, I'm kind of forgetting what that's like, like. That's like saying the most Led Zeppelin song is "Whole Lot of Love." Like, do you want
1: to sing us a little bit of that song?
0: It's the one that has the sample of him going, "Oh, oh, oh. That's I can't even do it. That was, um, um
1: your face really contorted to make that happen? Yeah,
0: that's my Irish didn't. face. Thank you. Big fan of Dermot. He, uh, he just released his first album in 2019, and he just released a new song called Giants. Huge fan. Please check him out. Okay. So do you want to do the film thing now? You want to talk about some film stuff? Yes. So let's give a little backstory. What we backstory
1: were in... is there?
0: Let me. I'll, I'll show you. Yeah. We're in Alabama. We go s- visit your dad. Okay. Noodles is just a sniffing. She goes, oh, you're
1: giving this backstory,
0: right? She goes into the other room. Yes, comes out chewing on something very
1: quickly. I, I unhinged her, unhinged her jaw. It was too like light. a mama bear. Like a mama bear in the ocean grabbing her child from the sand. It's too late. I thought it didn't work out.
0: And she's chewing on the thing, swallows whatever the thing is, yeah. and your dad goes, Oh, that I had some chicken bones in there, which is a very specific thing to have in your bedroom. That is horrible for dogs.
1: Yes. Yes, one hundred percent.
0: And then we learn how bad that is for dogs. We're concerned that we're gonna lose noodles. I and, went to
1: Googling, it said give your Which you never
0: some- do. You should never Google. I
1: know, but they actually gave good advice because they were like, if you have some bread In the house, give your dog some bread. So my dad had sandwich bread, which was awesome. So we gave her two slices of bread because apparently the cooked chicken bones are bad for a dog because the shards could mess up their intestine whenever it's trying to digest and it could get pretty bad. I mean, you hear of like horror stories of this. So I was like, do you have any bread? And so they got bread and... We gave her two slices of bread like right after she had the bone. So that's supposed to like soften, like maybe like cushion the shards a little bit if that's an issue.
0: Yeah. Sorry if that was gross. We've just been thinking a lot about. It's not. It's. um. Science. The internet. The internet. Yeah. So I tell you, I give you an update on her uh, so passing. Then fast forward to this? whenever we're home. Yes.
1: Fast forward. We've been home for a night. And we decide we're going to watch a movie together that you had heard about.
0: Called Palm Springs called on Hulu. Palm Springs on Hulu. Yep.
1: And I was like, that sounds great. So we had dinner or maybe we cooked dinner. You took Noodles out for her nightly ritual. By that, I mean her nightly.
0: No, how? Wh- what is it called?
1: Her <laughs> nightly dumping.
0: Mm, yeah, we call it her nightly dumping. Her nightly.
1: Her nightly dumpling. So you go out. Dumpling. She does her business.
0: Yep. Her dumpling business.
1: You grab it in the bag and you ask me, you come inside and say, it was colored a little bit different. Do you want to see it before I tie it up? And I was like, I mean, how different we're talking? And you're like, not that different, but like kind of. So I say no. And then I say yes. So you have to untie the bag. So it's a little bit gross. And you, like, reveal it to me. It's disgusting. I can't believe we're doing this at this point. Did you reveal it to me? No, I can't remember.
0: I was just going to let you see where this went. No, maybe that was a different night. It was the next night. It was the next so night. So, before the movie, I said, hey, uh, just want to be- make you aware, her dumpling was a little redder than usual. And you seemed fine at the time. No. But well, I could feel you getting further away from me.
1: Because I was definitely like, do you mean that there was blood in her dumpling?
0: And I think that was <laughs> that was
1: oh dumping. I keep changing the word. No, no, it's dumpling. You changed it to it's dumpling. dumpling for sure. <laughs> uh,
0: we both had the same fear. Yeah, we, were, all, we like, were tracking as far as fears concerned. That's the
1: thing on Google. That, well, that's the thing that you worry about is that the shards of the bone Are would in the scrape the intestine and get in the dumpling because <laughs> it had been three nights since we had seen my dad.
0: Right. So I mentioned that before the movie. I think that it's fine. I promise this is related. My My worry was a three. And I thought your worry was also a three. And it and gradually... We, were, we agreed that we were going to just be fine.
1: And it gradually grew.
0: And in the movie, there's a goat in the movie. The goat reminded you of Noodles. And then you're gone. Like, you're not even paying attention to the movie at no, that point. No, because the
1: goat just had this demeanor of Noodles. And also, Noodles was still in the room. But it just made me think about her. And I was really worried about her. And
0: you were really worried about her. So, we've... So, so we finished the movie and you break down in tears.
2: My and I three was like
0: and I was like that movie was way better than you're giving it credit for. My
1: 3 <laughs> climbed up to a 10.
0: Yes, you became very concerned for our pooch because of this goat-inspired thing. Yeah. Anyway, so the movie is a rom com.
1: All that to say, I wasn't completely present for the movie. Right.
0: So you keep saying I didn't remember it, and I was like, "That's because you didn't really watch it."
1: I enjoyed the movie, but I think not as much had I not been worried about red dumpings. dumplings. Dumplings. Links.
0: Yes. Do you want Chinese? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a. That was bad.
0: Chinese food dumplings. Sure. That was a. I mean, it wasn't a great joke, but it was fine.
1: Do you want to go? Are you going to give a rundown?
0: Yeah, so it's an Andy Samberg movie. In my opinion, his finest it? work. No, he's in it. You you saw enough of it to decide that Andy <laughs> Samberg was in the movie. No, I
1: know, but I'm curious if he directed it.
0: No. Uh, I don't know who directed it. But Andy Samberg, and I think her name is Christina Malati? I think I... Oh, no. Yeah, I'm going to look it up just to be safe, because I like I don't want this to be She's just an Andy... the Andy's- mom
1: from How I Met Your Mother. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh,
1: Oh, here he goes. This stresses me out.
0: Wait, why does this stress you out?
1: Having to look things up on an episode. No, always this feel is... like I have to kill time while you do No,
0: it. you don't have to kill any time. This okay. is so This is so easy. Her name is Kristen Miloity. M-I-L-I-O-T-I. In my defense, that's a weird lesson. I name.
1: also love mispronouncing things. Okay, cool.
0: So she was the mother in How I Met Your Mother. She was also in... One of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror. And she's someone that's been kind of in the wings for a lot of stuff. And to see her be the lead in a movie. Yeah. Was really cool to me. Yeah. Because I thought she did awesome. Yeah, she did. But it is... it's If I had to pitch the movie, I would say it's like Groundhog Day meets Safety Not Guaranteed. That's a good... Right? It's like I get in- I
1: definitely get a lot of safety not guaranteed vibes. Isn't it an indie movie? It's
0: a uh I don't know if it is, but it is a very indie feeling movie. But it's basically the premise is this couple is at a wedding and they have to relive the wedding over and over and over. Yeah. Like it it's and it, that sounds like it's just a uh, a knockoff of Groundhog Day. It's super not. It is a completely different vibe of that movie. Yeah. What it What it gave me hope for is that this small budget comedy will live on because it seemed like it was very small budget compared to like Thor or whatever. It did. Had a lot of really great great laughs in it. And also like just because something sounds like it's going to be another movie, it can be another movie like it like what? Just because it sounds like Groundhog Day doesn't mean it's Groundhog Day.
1: No, I know. You were just trying to give a good like the type of f- you were trying to get the feel and essence of it. You weren't trying to say that it was exactly like that. I understand. No, no, you- but
0: like there are some movies that are legitimately just knockoffs.
1: I mean, yeah, I get. I guess you're right.
0: So, it to me it was take the skeleton of this other movie and make a completely different body out of it.
1: Yeah, it's great. Yeah.
0: It has J.K. And, Simmons in it, who is so good. He, I've never seen a J.K. Simmons movie that I didn't love. And he was so good in the movie. Where can
1: you access this movie? Was it on Hulu? It was on Hulu. I was trying to help people. Yeah. Andy Sandberg is, is funny. Like, I think this is my favorite thing he's ever been in.
0: It's mine, too, for sure. I think, I think he does a really great job being consistently funny. Yeah. But also being likable enough. Because he's not a great person in the movie. And she's not a great person in the movie. They're both so likable that you don't mind that as much.
1: Yeah, and I think they do that on purpose, though.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm a big I'm a big Palm Springs. Morality
1: is a big issue. Or you is had like, a hard
0: time with the music in this one because it was very eighties-esque. It felt like Stranger Things in a rom-com. It
1: didn't feel like it fit the whole time. It was like um, what was that movie that I had a really hard time with the music? Uncut Gems, and it was the no, same vibe. No, Marriage Story.
0: Oh yeah, you also had a hard time with Uncut Gems though.
1: No. But that fit with that movie. I didn't think the music of Marriage Story fit
0: because it was Randy Newman.
1: No, that's not why. No, I'm no, just saying, I'm like, <laughs> n- no, it's not the same thing. Uncut Jim's movie was weird. Music was weird. I think that that fit perfectly fine. The music of Marriage Story did not match up to me. Just who who cares who the composer was? It just blank in in my mind. It did not fit. End of that but then this movie I can't decide if it fit It, ha- I had, a, and it could be because I was in a weird headspace because I wasn't completely present for it I
0: thought there were moments I felt like it was one of those movies where they decided hey we're going to have like 80s inspired music for this and I think there were moments where that was like so dope yeah. and then there were other moments where it was like oh maybe this wasn't as cool like as you it don't could've... have to do it the whole time yeah and it felt like they had decided up front like we're going to do this the whole time
1: yeah and I think that segues into our next thing really well of different styles of music.
0: Okay. So let's do the etcetera. You're very excited about this one.
1: Yeah, because I loved it.
0: You and I loved it. Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Talk about Hamilton. You start.
1: We're just kidding. I won't do that. Yeah, so many memorable melodies. Hamilton was amazing.
0: Do you want to talk about the fact that we got home on Friday, we watched it, cried a, l- I cried a lot.
1: You know it's weird? I had a migraine during
0: this. Yeah. Do you remember that? I didn't know if you were going to get through it.
1: I didn't either. But I still really wanted to finish it and watch all of it. And I've been listening to the soundtrack ever since. I've always wanted to listen to the soundtrack in the last few months, even though I didn't know if I'd ever be able to see it live. But I was like, well, if I'm not going to be able to see it live, at least I can appreciate the music for it. And then whenever I found out it was coming like to streaming, I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. So I waited to listen to the soundtrack. So the only song I think I've ever heard was because of the um John Krasinski some good news. Like he had the cast of Hamilton do
0: something for one of his people. I don't even remember the song they did.
1: I think Cuz I watched it. I think I, was it Alexandra Hamilton? Ham- yeah. Ale- Alexandra. Yeah, what just <laughs> happened over Hamilton. there? Hamilton.
2: I
0: think yeah. they did
1: that one. So I Yeah, I I didn't know anything but that song. Yeah. And what a great opening song! Wow, that song is in, insanely powerful.
0: It's So powerful! I will say, going into it, Hamilton, in my opinion, is the most overhyped thing in entertainment. Oh my! Word. No, 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 no! Let me get to the end of my thought before you think. Yeah, before you sure. When I say maybe overhyped isn't the right word, the most hyped. I had very high expectations going it's, into this. It's
1: very hyped, and I think well. Well, well, I, I don't know how you say it. like. And it, then
0: when I watched when I watched it on Disney Plus, I was like, "Oh, they didn't hype it enough."
1: Like it is great. It is. It is, it is, it is exactly
0: is, as wonderful as, as everyone leads you is. to believe. Yes.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I, I have a hard time with musicals because of the the talking that suddenly goes into song, but the fact that the whole, I think almost everything was set to music, and I just think that that's they use so many different styles of music which I've never heard done before I um I I have a couple of uh my violin students that love the movie like their family is really into it and so I see them tomorrow morning for lessons and I'm really excited to surprise them with like learning it because sometimes I will have them it's like a set of um it's these two sisters and I have them do a by ear tune which is like you learn this from from listening you don't learn it from looking at the music and oftentimes i'll like surprise them with something and be like okay turn around you guys work together i'm gonna play a couple of notes and just like figure it out together so we did like the frozen to into the unknown thing and then so tomorrow i'm really excited to like i'm gonna like give them a couple of notes and i know they're gonna be able to figure it out like really quickly
0: and just go bananas and i'm
1: so excited to do that but today i was kind of like preparing for that and so i i ended up just like playing the soundtrack from start to finish today and I just like played along with it on violin and I just had so much fun with it and like the keys are fun and it was just like it just flowed really nicely like the orchestration of it is just so nice and I mean it's complex but it's just it was just like just so well done I cannot believe the musicality in that
0: yeah, I was a I was a theater kid in high school and I worked for a theater company after high school. So like I've worked on enough plays to to like get the like the mechanics of it all, but that play just seems like it came from another planet.
1: Yeah, how in the world did they do some of those scenes? Some of the how music How did they come up with that idea?
0: Some of the music was just like so intricate and so impressive that you just you're like, why? Like, any playwright is like, why do I bother now? Like, and I what's... had
1: no idea it was the same guy that did Moana.
0: Yeah, he did a lot of the music for it. Yeah. Maybe all of it. Uh, I don't know. But, so it's the story of Alexander Hamilton. Uh, b- very, very fictionalized.
1: Right. But I I was telling someone the other day that I, I love that it, yes, it was about Hamilton, obviously, but like, usually whenever you have a narrative about someone that you're like portraying you romanticize it it feels like that person is romanticized and you only and you see like a lot of the good you don't really see like but it feels like with hamilton you got to see every part of his human hmm. aspects uh, and flaws and i didn't walk away being like oh my goodness Alexander Hamilton was like one of the coolest people in the world I can't believe I didn't learn about him more like oh my goodness no I walked away thinking his wife was awesome and also I walked away thinking what a beautiful way to share someone's story and I I didn't walk away like usually you like see something about someone right right and you walk away only thinking about that someone but I mean I it kind of kind of the same that movie um the french movie uh Lavan Rose about Edith Piaf the french singer like you you got to know all of the sides of her and it was just i don't know i just thought they did a great job delivering it
0: i think i my biggest takeaway was Lynn Manuel is is on a different planet.
1: Whoa, his acting is insane. His
0: acting is insane. His rapping is insane. The the fact that the the majority of this play came from the brain of one man, even if it's like a collaborative effort, like the fact that he had the, had the reins on this one, yeah, just so amazing. And it also like it also made me realize that people will get upset at so much right now because yep. it's getting a lot of grief because they don't talk enough about slavery in the play. And the play is two and a half hours, nonstop, like packed with wonder and amazement.
2: Yeah.
0: And it feels like that, like you can't tell every story when you're telling a story, you can only tell one at a time.
2: And mm-hmm. I feel like
0: the story they were telling is perfectly executed. Okay. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. I, I, I'm stunned when I hear someone's like, yeah, I just don't, I just don't get Hamilton. Like, I would, I would love. People are saying that? Well.
1: The- I haven't met anyone that said that.
0: Well, the, the criticism is.
1: Who are you hearing criticism from?
0: Uh, I don't know how to say it and it not be offensive. Um, People that think.
1: I mean, I just haven't, maybe I haven't talked to anyone about it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I like. I'm I'm shocked whenever we talk to people that are like, I would never watch Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm just like, I think it's I think it's one of those things. It's like a, it's like Billy Joel's Piano Man. Like everyone agrees on it. You know what I mean?
1: Sure. And that's okay. It's okay if people.
0: It's weird that that was my.
1: Yeah, but that's okay. I, I'm not worried about. People can have their opinions. It's all right. Yeah. Let's let them have it.
0: Yeah. Um. I loved The King. The King was my favorite.
1: Oh, he. How he does humor was with his um, voice inflection. Was, and he was just, just stood insane. there. I know. He just stood there. Well, no, I
0: mean, he moved. Right. But for the most of it, for the first rendition of the song, he just stands there the whole time.
1: No, I know. But there's subtle nuances that he does with his face that you're just like, how in the world did you do that?
0: Well, apparently, he was one of the ones that came back for because like the cast had like gone on to do other things because the play has been going on for like five years now and the cast was like all right well we're getting other offers i need to move on from this and to do the filming they got the original cast back and he's one of the ones that had already moved on to something else and he came back for the streaming event or whatever yeah and i'm really i'm really glad that they let the original cast members come back because like we'll never have the chance to see them because that show was sold out for months was it Yeah, it was sold out forever and tickets were so expensive. Man, I
1: the life of a Broadway actor has got to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. The stamina for that is Imagine you can't really talk during the day.
0: No, you can't. Like yeah. you like you're very isolated. You can't talk cuz you got to save your voice. Yeah. The the thing about it that I kept thinking throughout the whole play was I I really hope this Makes a shift in the form to where we get more streamed Broadway Broadway plays. Broadway stuff, yeah. Because like, it's it's a bummer that like only on that one street do you get to see these things.
1: I know. Well, may I mean, I mean that's kind of what COVID brought us, though, didn't it?
0: Yeah, and I would, and that's one of the things where like I feel like we would have a win out of all this whenever we realize like, oh wait, it is possible to stream Broadway plays. Because I felt like I was there.
1: Um. Yeah, they did a good job of making you feel like that. Yeah. Uh, well, here's a quick thing though. You, I've been listening to it, and I, but I've learned that you don't super like listening to it.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to figure that out for myself. When you're listening to it on your phone, it makes me very anxious. For some and you don't
1: reason. have to talk about it if you don't want to. No, no.
0: I like I. I don't I know if I believe wondered, something until I say it. i so. just
1: wondered why, because I've been listening to it since we watched it. But one time you're like, hey, can you turn that off? It's like making me anxious. And so I did. So I've been trying to listen to it without you around. But it's also shocking to me that, that you're not a fan of it. I think
0: it's the same thing as Kendrick Lamar or Radiohead or even Bob Dylan. Like there's some artists that I need to eat like a steak dinner. And then there's some artists that like are like popcorn. You know, like I can listen to Harry Styles at any moment and it's fine. But some of that stuff that is like so weighty, if I'm not prepared for it, it like it like sets me off. Like when when someone plays a radiohead song to me, like it's just so heavy to me.
1: Yeah. I and guess.
0: that that whole show the fact that you could list casually listen to that was impressive to me. But
1: I wasn't casually listening to it. Like I'm I'm, I'm like actively listening to it.
0: No, Right. But the fact that you have it playing in the background and you're like sending an email is like impressive to me because to me, there's so many words, there's so much going on in it. It's so complex. It's like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like but, jarring to me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Don't super understand that, but I don't have to. And it's okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, and also like it's telling a story. I feel like it's the same as like listening to an audio book. And having a conversation at the same time.
1: I guess. But I already, like, know what happened, so. Yeah, but it still feels like. Oh, and you, I think it's also, here's the difference, I think. You listen a lot of the times for words, and I listen for melody. Oh, that's exactly what it is. And so that's what it, oh, sorry. So that's. So you're being overloaded with words and I'm just being like washed over with the melody in a good way.
0: Yeah, like I feel like when we're talking and that music's playing, I feel like I'm interrupting someone else having a conversation. So that's what's happening.
1: I got it. Yeah. Because if you listen to a song that's like pretty simple and like not super complex, you're not, you're not... Because it's like a maybe a pop song, it like repeats the chorus, so you're not having to really like pay attention. Because I was just thinking, well, complexity, isn't it? Because you can listen to classical music over and over again and not be. There's affected no by words that. though. Yeah. But there's no words, so that's what the difference is. Yeah, unless okay.
0: it's opera, and I don't understand what and they're I've, saying anyway.
1: And I've stopped doing it in front of you. Like I'm trying to be conscious of you. Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to keep
0: you from listening to him because, like, I was like the scene at the end where it's a slow motion duel. Like, I don't, like, I was in so much awe that, like, I was, like, I had tears streaming down my face. I was just, really? like, it, it was, like, magic to me. Yeah, I know. So, like, I get the value in it, but for some reason, it almost feels sacred to me And like, that, I don't know. That was, it, it showed me that streaming has the same power To build memories as like going into the drive-in. Like the first time I saw Batman was at a drive-in. And I remember the way I felt. I remember that it was storming outside and there was lightning in the air.
1: Like maybe that'll be just as memorable because it's just so well done. And
0: I will always remember the first time we watched Hamilton because it had such a huge impact on me.
1: Yeah, I, um, I wish we would have seen the orchestra. I think one of my favorite performing experiences it was whenever i've played in like the pit of a um like i did i'm trying to think what all i did sweeney todd was a fun musical that i did and then i did quite a few operas i always thought that was so fun Mm. like because in an or in a typical orchestra symphony setting there's like anywhere from i don't know like eight to twenty violinists and like for an opera or for a musical there's usually just like maybe like two to five like there's not as much and so you're more exposed but it also like you feel very necessary so you're very alert but it's also just like you feel very important but I'm you're not in the spotlight and I enjoyed playing in an opera in a musical so much
0: yeah that's always the thing with you and I that I will never understand about you is that like when we set up to play you the first thing you do is pull your microphone back And I'm like... I'd
1: like to play behind a curtain. That'd be really nice.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, can you bring the lights up? Like, these people need to know.
1: And I just don't shine in that way, and that's okay. I also played in um, Ragtime. That was the musical I did that was so much fun.
0: Because I was the scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) And I remember, like, I would fall down every day and, like, leave with bruises because I would be, like, so... I loved whenever they laughed so much that I would just, like, break myself in half. You'd do whatever you could. I'd do whatever I could, for sure. I, I will say Hamilton is one of the most power. I would say the last time I felt that moved in a movie was Blade Runner twenty forty nine.
1: You said movie.
0: Well, watching a thing on I
1: know, yeah. Watching Blade a Runner, thing on okay.
0: television was Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like but, that was so powerful to me.
1: So my friend Katie got tickets to Hamilton, but now they're rescheduling it. Obviously, but mm. isn't that cool that she gets to go? She's always wanted to go.
0: Where's she going? Is Hamilton already Atlanta. on the road? What? Is Hamilton already on the road? No, I mean, they canceled it. No, no, I know. But, like, to go from Broadway to, like, a traveling show.
1: Remember, the girl I went to college with has, like, been traveling with it for the mm. last, like,
0: year. Because I think it has to stay in Broadway for a, for a minute. But,
1: I, no, it's been traveling for, a while, for like, at least a year. Yeah. Right?
0: But, it's, I mean, that performance we saw was from 2016.
1: Yeah. I don't know I didn't know that so it has mm. to be on Broadway for a while and then it travels
0: I think yeah
1: Ooh, I don't know that
0: I think that's a th- I think it's a thing
1: okay I, I believe you yeah
0: because like I think you got to get Tony's and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's been going on a while it feels like it just came up but it's I mean it was a hit like the second it happened you know yeah no I know but Maybe. what's something you're super into
1: I've already talked about Tabitha Brown, haven't I? I, I was, think you have, and you love
0: her, and yeah, I get that. Yeah, I was
1: watching like so many videos of that. Um, oh, I finished a book that I'll, it I took me this be, a ahead. while to get into it because I think um, it's, a, it's a book about an Indian family, and I think their names were so similar that I kept getting confused whenever I tried to read it. So then I downloaded Audible for the first time. What the heck? Did not even know how great that was. And was like, let me try listening to it on my runs. And I started listening to it and I got so attached to this family. I still think about them. Fictional mm. book. It's called A Place for Us. My oh, it's fiction? Yeah.
0: For some reason, I thought it was an autobiography. Okay.
1: It's about family dynamics and a strange son and relationship to his parents and how they navigate that. And it is um, really, really good. That's awesome. A Place for Us. I, I also, have to be in this very specific mood.
0: I have to be in a very specific mood to listen to an audiobook.
1: Man, I don't. I just love it. I've listened to my last two books on Audible.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're considering getting that membership, but I I am. Like to me, the only Audible book I can read is a famous person reading their own memoir. Yeah, I I don't know because like I don't like David Spade. I
1: did the Austin Channing Brown one. I'm still here. With Audible, and she read it, and
0: it was incredible. Like, I don't like David Spade, but him reading his memoir was so fun.
1: I know. We really enjoyed that. We
0: really enjoyed it. Like, I agree with nothing he says, but it's still fun.
1: He seems like kind of the worst, but that's okay.
0: Like, legitimately the worst. The thing I am super into, uh, we have instilled something in our home that a lot of couples do. I've always been envious of, and we've never tried it. The bathroom book. The
1: couples do that.
0: No, no, families across. Like when we tour families and we stay and with families, the that like we'll go in the bathroom. Like, oh my gosh, they have freaking burn after reading in here. I want what? me to get
1: you a little um book rack by the toilet paper. Holder? I think so.
0: And we've been reading Naked by David Sedaris because as
1: soon as that falls in the toilet,
0: it's over. Yeah. But David Sedaris is so funny. So funny. Such a great writer, and we saw him when he came to Athens. We came, sat in the nosebleed seats to watch a man just read a book. And we laughed a lot. And I've always resonated with his books because it's, his books are about nothing in a very interesting way. Just very short stories that are hilarious. But we've started the, the bathroom book. I which put a I think bookmark
1: is a, in it today. Did you notice that? Oh, uh, no. Did I that haven't. make you mad?
0: No, no. I haven't gone since this morning. Because how so. are
1: you treating, how are you remembering where you are? Or are you just reading one at a time? I'm
0: reading one at a time. I think so you deserve a bookmark. I think you deserve that.
1: I put in one of Addie's little notes that she left for me last week at home. That's perfect. But here's the thing, though, babe. I started, the last couple of times, I've been able to read two short stories, like very short ones, like that were like five pages. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I don't want to sit here extra time if I don't need the time. Well, I so, think, I wait, think so, that's on. why I did a bookmark. And I'm, and I'm in the, because I'm in the middle of the story, the ticks. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, it's the second one. Oh, my goodness. It's funny, it's the, really. I actually like laughed out loud, which takes a lot for me in a book.
0: I, I think it encourages healthier bathroom visits because I always because you're not sorry. rushed and I you're always encourage to sit. Yeah, and that's the that's the main goal of the bathroom book. Yeah, to put your phone down.
1: Yeah, and I think the I think the book that you chose for the bathroom is perfect is great because like the it's called Naked and it's a. Like You're often of like, naked
0: in the bathroom. It's it's it yeah. just works on a lot of levels. Here's a theory. Okay. COVID is not making me depressed. But wait,
1: your phone is.
0: Yes, COVID is giving me more opportunities to look at my phone. My phone is making me more depressed.
1: Mm, that hints the bathroom book.
0: The bathroom book has been really great.
1: What else can we do? That's
0: a great question. Can we bathroom book our whole apartment? Because I've been spending so much oh. time on my phone because we have the opportunity to be on our phone because there's nowhere to go. I know, and
1: we have. We also have unlimited uh, data.
2: We have unlimited data. So that
1: doesn't ever stop us. Well, babe, what has your phone us- usage been like lately? What's your daily screen time?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm scared to look. Do you not know? No, I don't know. I don't check. Because if I don't check, I can't know, and then I think I'm doing great. But if I looked, it would just say, it's bad. Like, mm. if... If I had to check, it would not be it would not I think mine is better. around
1: 3 hours a day.
0: I, I aspire I, to be 3 hours a day. I can't
1: believe I just admitted that.
0: I aspire to be 3 hours a day. Oh,
1: so you think you're more?
0: Yes. And I will look on Instagram until my feelings get hurt. Babe, like that is my stopping that's place. That's your stopping point.
1: That's not good. Yeah. yeah, we do need more book stations, you're right.
0: We need more book stations. I have been very conscious of reading, and next week I'll, my, I'm pretty sure my thing of the week will be this book that I just got in the mail, and I'm very excited about it. That
1: is that's exciting.
0: Yeah, so just bathroom books in general, very high on my list. But David Sedaris, uh, he has a book called "Me Talk Pretty One Day," and uh, there's a there's a story there's in that one called title. "I Am the Rooster" that is so funny. So funny.
1: Well, wait till you get to the ticks story. It's chapter two. Oh my goodness. I'm very
0: excited. Okay. So bathroom reading, David Sedaris.
1: So you're just hopping around. Did you read the first one yet? No, no. I've read two of
0: his other books. No, baby, baby. I'm I'm, talking about the bathroom book. Yeah. I've only read the first story.
1: The beef one? Yeah. Chipped beef or something? Okay.
0: I haven't gone to the bathroom much since we got it, but I'm very excited about it. My second one. Second Ponyo. Don't move my bookmark. I love you. That's fair. Bye. I love you.
1: I I just said that. Thank you.
2: Liza sleeps in a queen-size bed. She's the queen of it. Catty cornered in the back of my head She's got an eye for it She likes it feng shui Or is your Michael Frank She keeps it tidy Liza sleeps in a queen size bed Why, 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 why would I lie? Liza's in my corner God love her, everybody wonders why I only want her to come over Like all the time Liza bounces through all my dreams On a cosmic trampoline With every jump my heart jumps three It's like a nightclub inside my chest, love, I'm on the dance floor. Oh, Liza, baby, won't you dance with me? She said, why, 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 why wouldn't I? Liza's in my corner, God love her, everybody wonders why. all the time.